Hello everyone, and welcome back to the VCO Esports Studio. One change, but everything else will remain the same. My name is Arjuna Kangi Party. After 70 plus episodes with Ben Constantinus at the helm, Ben will be stepping aside. I'll be taking his spot as we work our way through the world of sim racing. Every week, we'll talk to someone new from within our small little world. We'll dive into the specialty that they bring, and we'll dive into their background as well. Today, we're joined by a champion. Colin Spork, just this past weekend, became the 2022 Formula Sim Racing Champion, and earlier today announced that he's joining the powerhouse team that is Race Clutch, of course. Colin, welcome to the VCO Esports Studio. How are you doing today, celebrating as a champion? Thank you very much, Arjuna. Uh, yeah, great to be here, first of all. Uh, thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, I'm feeling great. Uh, been a good weekend and a few games, a few good few days after it as well and enjoying still so uh looking forward to the future you add to the uh, titles that you've got behind you fsr is a series that vco partnered up with for the first time in 2022 but it's a championship with 22 ye uh, years of history it's crazy when you think about that and colin is just 17 so wasn't even born when the first formula sim racing championship was underway but it was a great season for you, Colin, with five wins in the ten races. You won the championship by just three points. Talk to us about the year and how close a title fight it was. Yeah, I don't think it could have been any closer besides the points. But yeah, it was uh, it was incredibly tough. Um, the First of all, the year started off in Imola. And, well, we made a very uh, very great car with uh, with Netrex. Um, with, of course, having great engineers there in the, uh, in the sides of Victor and, uh, and Carlos mainly. Who did an amazing job on the car. Uh, we were straight up there. We were able to win, uh, get a 1-2 with uh, myself and, uh, and the unicorns uh, of Love Car. And Jan Mosnika and, uh, and the P1 Sim car. Um, then, well, getting the, the 30 points was uh, was great. Uh, moving on to the second round of Malaysia, we just was running with the car. Unfortunately, after the good uh, round one, uh, track grip was low, so well we needed to to work quite hard on the on the car. And uh, the best we could do was finish behind both Red Bulls, which was not very optimal, let's say. Um, after that, it was just trying to to get every single point possible because at that moment in time, you actually could see even in bad races like Malaysia, we'll be able to go for podiums. Um, so, well, you know, I wasn't expecting it, first of all, but uh, after, well, joining, of course, midway through the previous season and just hoping for a podium here and there, I wasn't expecting to be close to the championship even, but after the first round, I knew what it was what it was needed to do, and I went full force on it and gave it my all. Uh, and, uh, well, the, the season went great. We had a lot of wins, great improvement through the season, and, well, in the end, we, uh, we beat Red Bull, which is great, and... Uh, we did it with all of us, so very happy with the whole team as well. It's such an important skill that you showed at the start uh, of that answer to be able to recall how the races went and how you were feeling and how the car was obviously performing to build your setup. So you talked about the Netrex and Unicorns of Love partnership. How has that been? You're newish to sim racing. You only really started seriously in, in 2020. It's been a remarkable rise for you. How much has the team uh, that you were with in the past been able to contribute to your growth? I mean, it's it's uh, extremely important, of course. Uh, when I started, of course, in 2020, it was my first season. I didn't know anything about a car. The only thing I knew is I got four wheels and a steering wheel on it. Uh, I needed to learn from from just from the get go, and uh, I joined Edge pretty soon. Uh, like 
basically midway through my first season at G-Sport, of course, a great team. I moved into uh, into FSR with, with them and uh, going to, working together with Netrax. Then the next season, I were, I'm fully part of Netrax. Um, and I mean, it's amazing to see how much they can help someone like me just grow from not knowing anything to basically just being able to build uh, almost in a complete setup and knowing everything what it does and what happens when you ch when you do certain changes and well what happens in the long run etc uh, and without a team without any of these guys from the whole team not only the guys on the front but everyone in the team from lower divisions working hard all season uh, turn Liam and the and academy also in Dragon academy uh, I don't know if I'm forgetting someone, but well, it's just the thing, the people who come to mind real quick. Of course, Victor, who's been very close with me the whole season as my engineer and a very similar driving style as myself. So we were very eager to, to get the maximum out of the car. And well, without any of them, I wouldn't have been able to do it. That's for sure. In terms of how you got started in sim racing, do you remember the moment when you wanted to get into it a little bit more? Because I distinctly remember getting a PlayStation 2 and the Formula 1 2001 video game, playing that and getting enthralled. What was the moment that really hooked you? Uh, I've always been a fan, to be honest, of Formula 1, just watching Formula 1 races when I grew up. I mean, like, the first things I can remember of my life is watching Formula 1, even though I don't fully remember, but I always remember the, the Lewis and the Vettel days when they started. So, I mean, that's quite long ago for me <laughs> on my lifespan. But, uh, well, I got taken by a friend to a sim racing center. Like, I've always, of course, been busy with uh, just simple, simple things on the PlayStation, but uh, nothing serious, just for fun. Uh, then a friend of mine took me to a sim racing center, which is quite close to me, Adrenaline Experience. Um, and Bono uh, worked there himself. Uh, so I met him there and uh, getting quite some laps in in the, in the center and seeing that it was quite quick. He, he tried to help me a bit with getting into sim racing on R-Factor. Of course, his own platform, so he knew what he was doing. Um, he gave me some tips for equipment. I got it, then I well, I started on, and look where we are now. I've got to ask for someone of your age: What do your parents think about this sim racing shenanigans that we get up to every day? I mean, I don't think I could have gotten any better support throughout the whole all, all the years, uh, even though it's short years, but. It's not that long yet, but I mean, it's 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 amazing. They've supported me from day one, and uh, just from getting points and and being happy with points in the Super League lights and GPVWC to not being happy if you get second in in WC and uh, Formula Sim Racing. It's yeah, every step they've supported me financially, but also just mentally and always been there if I needed to talk. You know, when it didn't go well during races or things were not going my way. And, it's uh, not only my parents, but everyone in my in my family, my friends, they've always been there. So always thankful. Mental fortitude is so important in esports, sim racing especially, given that we don't really get to meet up with any of our teammates. It sounds like you've got a great base at home and you uh, come from a solid foundation as well. Where are you right now in your commitment to sim racing? Of course, having now signed with the Race Clutch team, before we talk about what the future holds, Talk about being a well-rounded driver and being able to contribute to setups. Now, how much time every week do you find yourself committing to sim racing? Um, well, I mean, I think during the day I probably drive around, let's say, six hours or more. Uh, whenever I wake up in the, in the morning, I uh, some days I, I work out with a with a coach I have just for the physical, because of course you're seated, pretty 
well, not in the most, not always the most comfortable position for the best and for the best for your back and uh, and things. So it's good working out as well. Uh, then I just jump into the sim till basically I have some dinner and and go to sleep. So it's just the cycle all the time. But yeah, I'm. Uh, I would say I'm. Uh, I'm full committed to my sim racing. I'm. Uh, I finish. Um, I graduated from uh, from my school um, last year during my um, my uh, FSR season. And uh, well, I took a year. I'm taking a year off, so I'm just going going a full year on sim racing, and seeing where it could bring me, and uh, see if my uh, my performances can get much better. Um, uh, of course, not still very new, so still learning every every single day. Um, and I'm interested to see if I can put all the hours in. What what it will do to my performances, and I hope it will be good. It's a good background that you bring for this next year as you really throw yourself in and you'll throw yourself in with the new team at Race Clutch. What was appealing about the opportunity to switch over? Of course, part of NetRex, but working with the Unicorns of Love, that's a major esports organization, but you now join a major sim racing organization that's been successful in the likes of F1 Esports, uh, other platforms as well, now looking to make a charge on R-Factor 2 with you as one of their leading men. Yeah, yeah, it's it's amazing to to get the opportunity at Race Clutch. Uh, I've enjoyed all my time at Netrex and Unicorns. It's it's been amazing, and they have given me amazing opportunities, just like this season, uh, both with VCO and uh, of course, which was always great to drive in, and also uh, Formula Sim Racing. Um, but uh, at sometimes it's also just good to to make a next step into your into your career and go uh, with a team who is just full committed for. In sim racing for just 24/7 to say like that, and being able to get into big competitions, which is also important for your for my growth, uh, and get into different kind of competitions. And well, it's interesting to see where it would lead. But I'm very very much looking forward to working with all of the guys at Race Clutch. You mentioned, of course, doing a couple of the VCO competitions and dabbling in the other platforms. Of course, the focus will be R-Factor 2, but are there any plans for you to maybe do some iRacing events, try your hand at F1 Esports and compete with some of the others that Race Clutch has to offer? Uh, yeah, the, the, of course, there's some, some ideas uh, that we have. Um, we're still working everything out, and the main focus at this moment in time is, uh, is R-Factor, of course, and getting a good base in R-Factor. Um, but yeah, for sure. In the future, we're thinking about uh, well, doing, uh, for example, the VCO and uh, and other things if it comes by. But that's something for the future. I'm focused on uh, what's happening right now and giving my all in every single thing I do. We'll talk as well about the goals that you've got for, for sim racing. You talk about this next year. It's going to be so important that you get off, of course, with a good basis. What's the first goal as you work in these next couple of months as we work to the fall? Um, well, of course, I wanna I wanna develop myself, uh, learn new things. I've been in the, the same environment for the last year, so I'm uh, very much looking forward to meeting new people, seeing how they approach certain things uh, when it comes to racing, but also practice, um, learning a lot from the team. Uh, of course, they had a great history. Uh, for example, eSport, Formula F1 eSports, but also in the R Factor base. Um, I'm, I'm well. I'm interested to see what I can learn from them. I'm hoping I can learn uh, the guys in there as well. Something from my side, even though it's not been very long. I uh, I hope to, of course, deliver very well in the races. Uh, every single race I do, I want to win, and I want to make that clear in the first uh, first kilometers I drive in the in the car for them. I think it's important as well for everyone, no matter what industry you're in, to understand what you bring to the table. What's your major strength? What do you think? 
you really bring to Race Clutch. Why do you think they wanted you as their shining star on the R Factor 2 side? Well, I mean, uh, it's never easy to say about yourself, but I would say, um, of course, still very, uh, still very young, which is always great because you can still learn a lot, uh, learn easily. Um, you're not, but say, sticking to a certain way of driving. Of course, you have your preferences, but uh, I would say it's quite good, easy for me to to learn new things, uh, adapt to certain things, and I mean, of course, I've I've shown good pace uh, overall competitions. Uh, for example, winning the the championship, of course, it's not easy. You don't do that by by just doing doing decent. Uh, you need to do very well throughout the whole season. So, uh, of course, the pace, but also uh, making the setups. I I well, uh, I hope uh, I can give them what they will uh, they are giving me right now, and I'll pay them back during the season. Love that fire as well. In terms of the types of cars, you've now won uh, a title in an open wheel machine. How do you feel about the various different cars that, of course, we see at top level competitions across of the sim racing universe? GT cars, of course, something that you might be looking at for the future. Uh, well, yeah, of course, my my uh, I, my I would say my main focus is high speed cars. So, for example, uh, well, LMP sort of cars, uh, Formula Star cars. Uh, GTE is not my main, let's say, I would say my hobby. Uh, of course, if it's if it comes along, I'll do it and I'll work my ass off to be there to be as quick as possible. Uh, but my passion is in is in high speed cars and going as quickly through a corner possible. Um, but yeah, of course, uh, with being so young, you need to develop and. To develop, you need to take certain and different steps in your career. So I need to uh, be able to adapt to every single car. Uh, for example, the, the cars that we got in the MVCO, it's not easy, especially when you're still, of course, like I said, you know, I don't, I, the only cars I've driven are basically Formula cars. So when you need to adapt to a very new car, it's it's maybe more difficult for me since I don't have the experience. But it's uh, amazing to learn it that way, and we're going to work hard. So will be interesting to see. You say that, but we're also in this spot now where endurance racing's about to move to a new era of prototype racing, so there are plenty of opportunities. Of that, I have no doubt. We're going to bring in the audience, Colin, and I do warn you, some of your t former teammates are here to pester you. Couldn't it's going to start yeah, with Cass, Cass Rietveld asking oh, yeah. uh, Colin, what do you think about your favorite teammate, uh, Cass Rietveld? Yeah, it's an uh, amazing teammate. Uh, <laughs> nah, it's uh, yeah, of course. I mean, every single one of the guys at Netrex, it's it's been amazing to work with him, because uh, being part of that, of course, and uh, also helping me with engineering through the season. Uh, also in Formula Pro, uh, I'll still uh, still remember the little whispers through the race, just hearing the the little pss, 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 pss all the time. Uh, so yeah, it's 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 great fun. <laughs> it's always great fun to work with these guys, and for five would be a big good fun to join to join them in a, in a team speak and just hang around for some good fun. Now I'm going to slightly reword this question because you've been fighting against the elite. So I think it's fair to ask you: Do you ever get nervous when you're racing at the level of competition that you find yourself in? Because you put in all the pressure, the, the work, so the pressure is on because you want to deliver not just for your team but for yourself as well do you ever start getting a little bit worried and anxious right before the green flag flies uh i would say mainly when you see the opponent like the the competition space for example the formula pro we've been struggling massively especially in the beginning of the season uh low downforce track uh, low downforce tracks were not really our best way i would say 
So every time I thought I oh, were actually going to go, going to be good, and I jumped in, and we just completely off pace. Yeah, then I start to to rage quite a bad, uh, quite a bit, because I I work my ass off, and then when you see where you're at, it's it's quite yeah frustrating to say it like that. Um, but I would say if, from the driving side, I always try to give it my all um, and stay focused on what needs to be done. Um, but yeah, it's it's of course it's not. Uh, you pr- practice so long for a very short amount of time. For example, the qualifying mainly, you left like two, three laps, and you practice like a week or longer, two weeks for that. So it's it's very sometimes very stressful. Uh, but I've made big steps with that in in two years. Uh, in the beginning, I was shaking and I just couldn't get my nerves together. But now I would say, even though when it's on the on the pressure, I uh, I give it my all and looking good. I still remember when I used to race, it was, at the time when I racing, you had to do your your outlaps at like 20 kilometers an hour, and so you'd practice in the week, you know, it takes you five minutes to practice one qualifying lap, and so then when you bung it up in the actual qualifying session, there is the worst feeling in the world, that I very much yeah. can appreciate. But before we let you go, Colin, let's try and understand a little bit more about you in the, as a person. A, a lot of our sim racing community likes to... Uh, hang out outside of sim racing. What do you like to do? Are you a, a gamer? Are you playing FIFA? Or do you enjoy other things? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, of course, always on the in the rig, so the PC is very close. So uh, to start a game is always very easy. We've played a lot of games with the, with the boys at NetTracks. Uh, I've played football uh, earlier, well, before I started sim racing, basically, at quite a decent level. Um, and well, karting of course, which is also part of the the racing, but it's always good to to be busy with racing at least. Um, as being underage, you can't go and party at all the time, but uh, there's good times for that, I'd say. Um, well, gaming of course, like I said, it's it's always good fun, but uh, especially with the guys at Netflix, and I'm looking forward to do the same at Red Clutch now. But yeah, it's uh, gaming, sports. That's my uh, my main uh, life, I'd say. So you got the trophies behind you. I also noticed a box, which I think is part of your sim racing rig. Talk yeah. to us about the hardware that you use when you race on a daily basis. Uh, yeah, I got the uh, first of all, I got a PC. It's quite a story because I had a PC for like two years, uh, and then the week before. Uh, the week before my my final race in the uh, world championship, my PC just uh, broke down, so it just completely died. Uh, it was quite stressful because I uh, only got starting to contact people for new PCs uh, on Tuesday, uh, so it was quite short to, to my to my race. But uh, the guys at at Relix Gaming here in, in the Netherlands, they straight away were able to help me, and I got a beast of a PC. Um, so I'm I'm amazingly happy with with getting the PC and just delivering straight away in the first race I drive and winning the championship. So it's quite nice with uh, to do that. Um, I got a triple screen. Uh, it's quite I would say a very nice upgrade uh, from going to a single screen because you really have a good awareness of your surroundings. Uh, it's very comfortable to drive like that because you're just really in the moment and in the car it feels like that as well. Uh, driving with. Uh, well, with the precision engineering, that's the box that's behind me as well. It's precision engineering steering wheel, uh, SimiCube uh, wheelbase, and the Hersingwell pedals. Uh, so it's quite a quite a very good setup, I'd say. And it's always it's very important. It doesn't matter what you have to be comfortable with it. 
because um, I mean to be comfortable in any situation that's the most important thing in sim racing since you always need to get all the feeling and all the confidence just throughout your steering wheel basically and the screens you see um, so it's important to to be comfortable with your with all your well your equipment at all times great love it always like hearing about the different setups and Always curious if someone is willing to try virtual reality. Thank you so much for your time, Colin. We really appreciate it, especially coming off this championship and the exciting news that you'll be joining Race Clutch. We wish you the best for the future, and I'm sure we'll get you back on this eSports studio at some point in the future. Thank you very much, Regina. Thanks, guys. Good fun. So, we're going to do this weekly, almost, hopefully, every week. Here and there, we'll take a break, but we'll be navigating our way around the sim racing world and talking to people from all walks of life. If you've got a suggestion for someone you'd like to see us uh, join us on the VCO Esports studio, head on over to the VCO Esports social media and let us know. That's also the place to stay up to date with all the news related to the world of VCO and all the competitions we've got going on. The VCO Esports 4 Cup will be underway in just a couple of weeks' time. You can catch the Esports studio every Tuesday live on Twitch or on your favorite podcast platform. For now though, we say goodbye. For Mike Yao, for the entire team at VCO, and for myself, Arjuna Kanki Party, we'll see you next time to talk more sim racing. For now, race on!